0: Silver Roman shows in a am back upon my game. I just toured the states for like forty dates, and I just touched back in Maine. I sold more records while I was gone than anybody I know. I got them having cows, I can't hold my horses, and I'm feeling like the goat.
1: I'm the goat. Welcome to Goat Radio, the show where we discuss all things greatest of all time. Emanating from quarantine, I am your host, Michael Sprague. That was Joseph Roy. Let's go. He is Andrew Leahy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will get to your choices for this week's polls, but first, thank you to Spose for the intro music. You can catch him on Spotify and iTunes, just like Goat Radio. Please rate, review, and subscribe to help spread the Goat Word. You can also find us on Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and all your other podcatchers, but Age of Radio is the place we call home. Please help support the podcast by visiting ageofradio.org goatradio and shopping with our affiliated partners at the Bazaar. And thank you to you. We can't do this show without the fans. Your interaction online helps to fuel the podcast. If you want to stay in the know and express your opinion on the various topics that we discuss, make sure you can follow us everywhere. Facebook.com slash goat radio podcast is the main business page, but you'll want to join our fan group. That's where all the poll action takes place facebook.com slash group slash goat radio podcast and make sure to also follow us on instagram at goat underscore radio each week we will host multiple polls and a variety of topics and we're going to bring them back here to discuss and if you want to show the highest level of support please buy merch merch h uh h t t p s colons forward slash forward slash www dot teespring.com slash store slash goat radio podcast is where you can get your goat radio gear. And speaking of support, here is a word from one of our sponsors. All right. We'll get into this week, but first, uh, as we had said in the previous episode, I just want to reiterate, uh, we are supporters of the Black Lives Matters movement. Visit blacklivesmatter.org for more information. Get yourself educated. Listen up and uh, stay humble and stay helpful. So that's just a quick word on that. Don't want us to forget that just one week later. Um, Home opener. What's going on for you guys this week? What's new in Joe Roy and Andrew Leahy's world?
0: I feel like the link that you pushed out for merch was hilariously long. And I hope you do that every week. And I don't care that we're putting this on the recording right now. Cause I laugh so hard But you were like HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I saw the H that's in the hyperlink and I started reading it for some reason. I don't <laughs> normally do that. So,
0: so good. No, I played some, played some golf, um, played some disc golf with, uh, with Andrew over the weekend. That was fun. Um Hammond Farm and um North Berwick. If you guys are around and playing disc golf, go support him. It's a cool track. It's Don't Bring a Baby Stroller. Um <laughs> it was bad. The baby stroller part was bad, but it says on the disc golf scene website, don't bring a baby stroller. It physically says that. It says barely Zuka card friendly. They're so, not wrong. That's that's fine. We've learned. That. Um Yeah, it's been a fun week. Uh, I've had a blast um, interacting with everyone on the Facebook group polls. I I think that it's surged very much. So I think over the last couple of weeks, we've really figured it out. I feel like we've really um, gotten a lot of feedback. I feel like we've gotten a lot of people coming in, interacting and Getting a, a lot more votes than we're used to, which is awesome. Awesome. I, I hope everyone just keeps doing that and uh, follow us on Instagram, like Mike was saying. Lee? Uh, I'm good. Uh,
2: I, uh, had a, went out to, we had a double date on Friday night. Woo. Uh, went out to lunch with Zoe's mom on Saturday. Woo. Played a lot of I'm golf.
1: Getting uh, back out into the world.
2: Yeah. Uh, Finished eleventh, tied for eleventh at league yesterday. You
0: did out of fifty three people. You only beat seven of my teammates. I made sure they all knew that. By the way, uh, well, the real problem is I easily
2: should have had a fifty three, but putting from fifteen feet is hard. It is hard. But uh, yeah, it's been good. How about yourself, Michael?
1: Uh, no complaints. Been been working. I've also been enjoying. You know, talking with everybody on the polls and seeing what people are thinking—it's been kind of cool doing this in reverse. You know, we're we're so used to talking first, giving you guys the poll topics to vote on, and, and going from there. But kind of going the opposite direction, putting the fans more in control has been cool. I did want to share. I I don't know why, but for like four consecutive days, I've had the weirdest dreams.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm so oh, happy we're getting into this right now.
1: Uh, we had already talked about this, but I didn't actually explain one of the, one of the dreams to you guys all the way. You guys already know the first one, which was, I had a dream that Joe and Ellen were having a third
0: child. Not happening. That is obviously a dream.
1: In this dream, I got a phone call from one of the trucking companies that we work with at, at my, at my job. Uh, and that was what delayed me from getting to the hospital in time to witness the birth, which for some reason, Joe and Ellen were allowing me and Megan to be there. I'm sorry, Megan and I. Uh, Ooh. We showed up late and there's 50 other people in line. Uh, Megan got mad at me, smacked me, told me that she knew that this was going to happen. Uh, and then I got mad went and approached Joe. Joe told me, ah, you should have fucking been here, man. And then I just went and played PS2 in the waiting room PS2 because apparently they had a ps2 uh, the weirdest game? part of that dream was that it was at a hospital that I know for a fact that you and your wife would not go to to give birth
0: <laughs> why why was it
1: uh, I was frisbee
0: yeah no um, I don't even know if that hospital is allowed to give like deliver babies so no free um, ads. No free ads, sorry. Not that I would not that a major conglomerate hospital would ever support a podcast, but no free ads.
1: Then I had Your the dreams weird... have
0: been hilarious.
1: Then I had the weird dream where I, I went to the the mall with my wife, but I didn't have anything that I needed. So I decided to go to Sears and see if my tires needed to be changed. And these two very large women were running the tire department and tried to fleece me, telling me I needed new tires when I didn't. So then they, uh, you know, they run off with my car, start changing the wheels. I realize I think I don't need my tires changed in, in a, uh, a complete bout of genius. I, I thought it was a great idea to leave the bathroom that I was sitting in without my pants on to chase my wife down. And uh, she tells me that I'm an idiot. You notice that there's a trend here in these dreams. Yeah, those uh, parts
0: aren't dreams. Those parts are real.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: and uh, she says, yeah, you got your tires changed just a month ago. And then the last one was that I'm go to, i going to an early lunch with Mr. Leahy. Uh, happened to be taking a break at the same time. And we decided to meet up for lunch at a subway.
2: That's problem number one. Yep. That's probably number I,
3: one.
1: It was just after breakfast and I asked I asked Leahy, I said, Do you think I can still get one of those breakfast sandwiches that they sell? And Leahy goes, I don't know. I really I don't know that I would even want to ask. I don't want to like, you know, you know, put them out in any way. And then all of a sudden Joe comes out of nowhere. Oh, I'm in the dream. And Joe says, Yeah, they should be able to do that, no problem. I come here all the time.
0: <laughs> nope, sure don't. <laughs> 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 Not so, a subway guy myself.
1: Been having a lot of weird dreams. I think I should stop doing acid before I go to bed.
0: Seriously. That's I mean That's probably a good idea. I think you should slow down on acid. I don't know if you should totally stop. Yeah, that's true. I
1: don't, you know, if you quit too quick, that that could be a problem too. That's never good. Uh all right. This week's grudge match. Uh do either of you have um Something from last week, either a new piece of feedback or a change of heart regarding a conversation that we had that you want to just air out before we get into this week's topics.
0: Uh, I am grudge free. There's grudges within, there's like multiple grudges within our poll topics that I think will take up a fair amount of time and that we should probably get to. So I am grudge free. I have one grudge. Okay.
1: Uh, damn you internet! I could not find a single, not even one pouch of any of the discontinued Capri Sun flavors for sale anywhere.
0: Not even like on like <laughs> eBay.
1: Not on eBay. Not on Amazon. Not on some weird discontinuedfoods.com website. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? The... Nothing. It, the no dark free web, No free ads. Nothing.
0: This brought to you by discontinuedfoods.com.
1: I really wanted to get at least one of the weird flavors i asked my co-workers today if they would ever even dream of trying blue cheese capri sun and they told me that i was the most vile human being on the planet and that
0: that was not a real thing i feel like there's people out there who wouldn't mind um blue cheese flavored liquid like oh ellen just gave me she was actually one where i would you try it though my wife's in the other room a scale of one to five, one being the least five being the like best. Where do you think blue cheese Capri sun would fall? Zero. zero. We have a zero, which I actually think that's what I put as well. Um, I bet. I think that there's a, like a demographic of people out there who wouldn't mind drinking their blue cheese.
1: I mean, blue cheese really is almost pretty much a liquid. It's like a chunky liquid.
0: Ugh, oh, chunky liquid.
1: Yeah, it sounds like diarrhea.
0: That's right up there with moist. Moist <laughs> diarrhea? Moist, moist. diarrhea. <laughs> this is off the rails. I see our um, one of our favorite co-hosts, Zoe, in the background. And her look, when you said moist, was awesome we need to get that face on a shirt <laughs> we will work on that We'll
1: yeah, we right. work on that we got we got last week out of the way it's time to get into it this one i got
2: my quick question i actually forgot this week uh, no i have a quick question
1: i don't know that i ever believe
2: you it's a question super quick uh, <laughs> you ready i yep. guess so all right we're gonna get to you know i'm obsessed with food it's kind of my life, so minus Swedish Fish and Sour Patch Kids. No spoilers. No spoilers. Pick a gummy candy you want right now. Sharks. Who good one?
1: Mike and Ike's.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Tropical Dots.
0: Ugh. Tropical. Ooh. Dude,
2: dots are the worst. Traps. I love dots.
1: Dots are uh. so gross.
0: You either love them or you hate them. And I hate them. Mike and most people do. Mike likes Mike and Ike's more than I love Bazooka Joe gum.
1: <laughs> you said that joke the other day, and I, think I need it's to still say funny. it again.
0: I need to say it again <laughs> because literally, is there an Andy's candy? What's Andy's candy? That would be like Andrew.
1: Andy's the chocolate candy.
0: Yeah, just like Andrew. We all yeah. love. The, we, apparently, like I don't even know. Like what do Mike? I, what do Mike and Ike's taste like? Like what are they?
1: They're like, um, do you know what hot tamales are? Yeah. It's like the same consistency as a hot tamale, but it's fruit flavored instead of cinnamon.
0: Oh. Hmm. They're amazing.
1: Amazing. It's like like skittled versions of of hot tamales.
2: That's a good way of putting it. But they're not that great.
1: Wait, this camera just switched back over to Andrew and I can see him shirtless now is the first time I've seen that all night. He just
0: took his jersey off like a minute ago. He was also wearing a jersey with no sleeves that's breathable, and he's sweating anyways. Do you guys have an air conditioner? (laughs) Uh, I got a fan over there.
2: Oh, jeez. The 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 fan fan is currently off. I can see Andrew as
0: like the, like, you put the ice in front of the fan with the ribbons. Like on Hey Arnold.
2: I've never tried that.
0: On Hey Arnold, they did it a lot. (laughs) I don't know if there's a better example.
1: (laughs) We did that in one of my science classes in high school.
0: Yeah. Does that help?
1: Oh. I did, yeah. This is pretty cool, actually. That's
0: you put, cool. like, a fan and a, a stool in front of it with a big bucket of ice or a, a bowl of ice, probably is better. And then you just blow the air, and the air hits the ice, and the ice cools the room.
3: Yeah. Mm, sounds it's like the, a
1: makeshift air conditioner. Mm,
2: sounds like uh, my kind of life. Mm. All
1: right. We got last week out of the way, we got the quick question out of the way. This week's menu. Starting off with the salad of the week. Mm. Because we're talking summer jams, baby. You can't you can't have soup in the summer. You got to have salad.
2: Absolutely. Uh,
1: Greatest of all time, Summer Jam. Leading the pack
0: with the vote was Summer Girls by LFO. Shout out Brandon Lamont for throwing that on there. I didn't even know if that was a miss on my part. It obviously was because it won. I thought Summertime by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince was going to blow it out of the water.
1: Uh, I personally... Is this the first time a fan-chosen uh, topic? Or, I mean... Uh, Choice yes. one. won the prize. Oh my god,
0: it won by that much? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. It beat oh out my. Boys of Summer. Haunting her. It, it took thirty one percent of the vote.
1: That's a pretty big margin.
0: So this is impressive because a fan voted, which by the way, I love girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. Uh
3: let's I'd love see. love it if I had
0: more of it. My wife just gave me a wicked death stare when I said that. I don't know why. Um, the two of the songs that I put up there only got a vote. <laughs> Same.
1: I I wish that more people knew by the name that it it's called "Do in Time" by Sublime. I wish more people knew what that song was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if you don't know the song itself, then you probably don't know that that's actually like the perfect summertime song. But, uh, and it doesn't tell it by being, being a, uh, you know, a word that basically means that you're doing, like, you know, you're in jail for a crime, but, um, that's the one that goes summertime and the living's easy, you know, that's, that's like the perfect summertime jam. Pretty much any, any sublime, any sublime song, fine. really.
0: Yeah. yeah, really, any sublime. Well, then, like, you think about, like, any ska song, but, yeah, um, that's true. the, um... I wonder if if I would have put the Boys of Summer, the Atari's edition, which slaps. I'm wondering if that, that would have be gotten more votes than, than the Don Henley version. But I know people are snobby with covers. People are very snobby when it comes to not playing your own music on the radio. So I back, prefer the original.
1: Back up to the blue cheese uh, Capri Sun real quick. I asked Megan for her opinion and she sent me four barfing emojis.
2: Right.
0: That's it seems like it it seems like a general consensus at this point. All
1: right. I just wanted to make sure we're all on the same
0: page. So um, If you're
1: anybody out there listening who wants to try blue cheese Capri Sun, let us know. I'll if find, someone can get if I someone will can find get one. their hands.
0: It, well if someone <laughs> can get their hands on like three of them. I mean I don't really want to try it myself, but I'm thinking maybe if we can get our hands on some, like we do like a prize or like a shirt giveaway or something like that like if you can drink if you drink the whole thing and you have to look happy the whole time you can't like look disgusted you have to like keep the your composure on your face blue cheese cheese capri song yeah you drink that the whole thing and then you ah, smile at the end you win a t-shirt that's
1: just i'm i'm just that's repulsive
0: nope i think that's a great idea and i think that somebody is motivated enough to do it
1: all right back to summer jams we think there's any honorable mentions that didn't get mentioned on this uh this poll here anything that has got missed
0: there's probably about 8 million honorable mentions because summertime jams it was never meant to be like have to have summer in the title it's about like There's just those songs that like you love hearing in the, in summertime. Summer girls just happens to be an absolute heater of a song. So there's so many songs out there. Mike, you could probably name 10 off the top of your head that you love listening to when it's warm outside.
1: Uh, Leahy, do you have a favorite summertime song? Like, like, musical act like people who are more well known for a summertime type vibe
2: let's take a second for me to go on a little rant here okay oh (laughs) i'm just gonna make a a couple of couple of quick things i had two votes both my votes had just me voting for it which is fine (laughs) (laughs) it's fine one of them i put in one of them i put in this morning so that makes sense Uh, the first one is california girls by Katy perry like, just that song's a straight fire in the worst <laughs> oh, ways possible.
0: No.
2: Uh, and my other one was Born in the USA, uh, by Bruce Springsteen.
0: Yes, that one. If I would have seen song... I didn't get it, I didn't get a notification.
2: That's right. That song is sad. Like, for me, I just when I hear that song, I just think baseball and baseball brings me a summer.
0: Uh, that song makes me want to run through a brick wall. Like, <laughs> that too. That song makes me want to just get out I... there.
1: I don't think Summer at all when I hear that song. That's
0: fine. We all have our different opinions. You don't picture yourself like on a speedboat or something like that in the middle of a lake with a big American flag hanging out the back and like some dickhead on a t- inner tube that you're just trying to throw off, but you're just shirtless, hammer drunk, just listening to Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen. You don't think that when you hear that song?
1: Nah, I just, I always, I get the same image. I just see the boss on stage during a live concert singing.
0: What a fucking star.
2: So quickly, I'm going to just go and uh, talk about the top top five, yeah. top six. If I had to vote for one of those, which I did not have a vote in the top six, oh, uh, so it edgy. would be the Boys of Summer You're so uh, by, a, by a country mile. Uh, I think Summer Girls by LFO is kind of shit. <laughs> no way. And uh, I know I'm going to offend people here. It just sounds like a lazy song. And I mean, I guess that's, that's what it's lazy. supposed to sound like. And like today was the first time I ever listened to Summertime by DJ Jazzy Jeff and Will Smith. And I honestly thought it sucked. What? I I know. I, I would rather listen to <laughs> Summertime by Kenny Chesney.
0: no that was funny i think eli threw that in there i didn't even think eli listened to country music and he threw that song out there and i was like i personally think that someone could have just put luke bryan yeah yeah he's never sang a song about winter ever Uh, we talked uh. about this everyone oh sorry one margarita two margarita three margarita he has the easiest job in show business he literally just talks about the same four fucking things
1: well, there's that He's one good song it. he did about hunting, which you mostly
0: do in the fall. That song does make me want to throw on my orange and yeah. my camo and not go hunting because murdering animals for sport is disgusting. <laughs> yeah, so so quickly, I'm just going to talk about the top three. Shake so, head, so pretty much summer,
2: summer, <laughs> summer Girls by LFO, Summertime by DJ Jazzy, Jeff, and Will Smith, and then Boys of Summer by Don Henley were probably the three that were just far away from everyone else. And even then, uh, Summer Girls had doubled the votes to the boys of Summerhead. Just some quick little stats from the stat guy. Oh, stat guy. Uh, So, today is what, June 16th? Yes. In 13 days, we will have the 21-year anniversary of Summer Girls. Really? No
0: way. Yep, it came out on June 29th. We were Uh, nine years old when Summer Girls came out. You're just a little guy. Just a little baby. Uh, it was number
2: forty-three in the the year of nineteen ninety-nine.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and it was fourteenth biggest summer song in 2010's poll. Uh, <laughs> it was certified one, one platinum. Now. A little platinum action. Of course, it was. Uh, summertime. Not by Kenny Chesney. Uh, won a Grammy for best rap duo in nineteen ninety-two. Mm-hmm. Was number 4 on the top 100 charts that year. And was number 9 on the summer songs by Rolling Stones in 2013. This is why also, we
0: defend that song. Platinum. That's a pretty damn oh, not, good resume for one song. Oh, absolutely.
2: I'm not saying it's not a good song. I'm just saying I don't think it's a good song. In my right. opinion, clearly does not matter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not, on this, not on this topic. That's for damn sure. Not on this topic.
2: Uh, and then, Boys of Summer, real quick. Uh, it was Gold. Uh, it was number five in the top hundred that year, and it was a best. It won a Grammy in eighty six for best male rock vocal performance, wow. which I had no idea. So, Donny, a couple of Grammys here.
1: Uh, I expected "Hot in Here" by Nelly to perform better than it did.
0: No,
2: that song just sounds like a club song.
1: It doesn't sound it like
0: is. a summer song to me. No, yeah, I put it on there because it was. It, was, it said "hot."
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> It like, does. It's summer. the first word. I, I didn't um, necessarily
1: think it it was the proper choice. I just thought it would perform better
2: given our demographic. That's a fair statement, but, I mean, it was competing with LFO Summer Girls, and that's, it's not going to take many of those votes away.
1: That is true. So Joe Joe mentioned Luke Bryan. I, I'm going to ask the question I was posing earlier. Is there an artist or group that defines the summer summer song you know i i put my vote up there for sublime
2: yeah anything sublime. country
0: low cash um florida georgia line florida georgia line <laughs> sure any country song really mind you like i do not hate country i actually like country way more now than i used to ask mike i used to be super against country i've been to country concerts we've i've seen luke bryan concert like twice three times however many times now they have the easiest job in show business. Literally, it's four chords, and then they just the, truck, broken heart, alcohol of some sort—normally whiskey—and uh, whatever, having a good time. Like that's all they—that's all they do, over and over and over again. Easiest job in the world. Back to Mike's subject. Um, low cash. There's that other guy who, um, his name is Case. He he sells out Fenway every year. Um zach brown band band. zach brown band there we go perfect summer like chicken fried on a saturday night oh yeah they they
1: have that like toes the toes song i got my toes in the water ass in the sand perfect there we go that's a toes in the water toes in the sand
0: yeah Yeah. it's great
1: Oh,
2: how about maybe a little bit of sean paul (laughs) oh
0: you guys kingston
1: you guys remember we're Sean our, Kingston on our our trip last year? I put a Sean Paul song on our playlist, and you guys were like, "Nope, nope, this is our veto. This is it right nope. here. Veto Don't like song. this
0: song." You made a playlist for our new listeners. We went to Baltimore last year. Uh, no no boys trip this year, which kind of blows. We'll make it real good next year. Thanks a lot, um, COVID. No, yeah, thanks a lot, of COVID. We Mike made and I'm, he's gonna correct me. It was over nine hours of music. Was it nine no, or that's eight accurate. hours? Nine hours of music. Yep. So in our drive, ended up being like 10 or something like that because we hit some shitty weather. We, for nine straight hours, we did not listen to the same song twice.
1: Yep. We, uh, the, the fun part about the playlist too is that except for the, with the exception of about 20 songs that we each kind of brainstormed together to add to the list, each song that was added had something to do with a topic or an episode that we had discussed in, you know, the first 40 episodes of our existence so it was very good yeah um all right anything else on summer jams before we move on
0: i think brandon did a great job
1: thank you brandon again first time that a fan suggested topic on a or a, a choice on a poll wins the poll and this one was by a country mile so that's awesome uh, All right, uh, we'll be right back after this quick ad. And we are back with the appetizer this week. Greatest of all time thriller movie. Very broad subject, if you ask me.
0: Mm, I I don't think it's very broad. I think it's pretty straightforward.
1: Broad, Broad, not in like a bad sense or that it's a tough thing to decipher. There's just a lot of thriller movies that you can pick from. But number years
0: and years and years of them.
1: Yeah, exactly. One of the oldest genres. Uh, Let's see. We wound up with the number one overall choice being Silence of the Lambs, nineteen ninety
0: one. I think that's fair. I don't even think that that's wrong. It puts the lotion on its skin.
2: Puts the lotion on its skin. Oh.
0: or else so gets the hose skin. again that maybe is one of the most iconic not just thriller like cinematic cinematic like scenes in performances. history yeah. performances there we go that might be anthony
1: just, hopkins man
0: it's The a girl act. down in the well just like dirty and like all struggling and stuff and he just is looking down at her the whole time and he's just like sends that chill through your spine like it's yeah that movie has effed up
1: Um, I, I'm a I'm a fan of a big of a good thriller. I don't necessarily always need my thriller to be of the, uh, say like, murdery slasher type to enjoy it. A, a really good psychological thriller. Uh, example I'm thinking of is Prisoners. Have you guys seen Prisoners with? Uh, I don't
0: think I've seen Prisoners.
1: Hugh Hugh Jackman and um, Jake Gyllenhaal. They both play, like, neighbors and dads whose kids get kidnapped. Yes. It's a yes. fantastic movie.
2: That movie's very good.
1: Uh, that one did not get mentioned in our poll, but... Oh, I, I totally mean, it's, forgot about that. It's, 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 going, it's going up against some some heavy competition here. I mean, we had uh, big cultural hits like Saw, Inception... Saw's trash, and, by the way and get out Saw is trash which, which all only got two votes even though those are all you know you know good movies saw i mean the original saw was was fine it was good i think it was the cool original
0: starter. saw is the one that made me want to jump off a building which obviously the guy would have enjoyed but, but... it wasn't it filmed <laughs> in like 24 hours in like a warehouse somewhere and I you can know. tell maybe it's just messed up. Like, and I know that that's what it's for. It's a slasher film. Like, it's supposed to be super st- sadistic. I felt like what he was trying to do was push the envelope of gory, kind of disgusting movies. And he certainly did that because the Saw movies are absolute, like, I wouldn't let my kids watch Saw. Yeah. And that's it's a gore super... porn. It's gore porn. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Murder porn. Um... Murder porn. Yeah, Saw's it- trash.
1: Another type of variant that you can get with thrillers is mystery thrillers, such as Gone Girl. Trash. We didn't get any opinions on this from Leahy when we were talking the other day, but I told Joe, and I quote, I feel you have never been more wrong in your life with your opinion on this movie.
0: I can tell you 2,000 other times I've been wrong. Gone Girl is awful I announced as loud as I am speaking right now in the middle of the movie theater no less than six times that I was going to kill myself if this movie kept going two hours later there was still 30 minutes left of this absolute trash Glorified lifetime movie. It's, it, it might still be going. Like they might still be playing this movie right now. Then you get to the end of the movie and it is just the worst. The worst. I I don't know if I've ever seen a worse movie. It it was so bad, and people like it because they like the book. Ellen said, told me, my wife told me that the book is great. And that's, that's good. You you stuffed a lot of factoids into the movie and stuff. I'm just sitting there like, man, this is dumb. This is just not good. And then she, quick, because I know Mike is going to jump down my throat and I actually can't wait for it. It reminded me of, and I'm pretty sure we saw Girl on the Train, too. Mm-hmm. Girl on the Train, I thought was maybe a little bit better. Mm. Still not great. But Gone Girl, I, I wasn't a fan. I was like, I was going mental during this movie. I was, this is like supposed to be this psychological thriller. It's really just not good.
1: Well, as, as far as movies go, um, that are not like big superhero or other like action type films, it made a pretty good amount at the box office. It's Like three hundred and seventy million worldwide. Uh, critical responses on this one i mean it's got a rotten tomato score of 87 percent. so you're clearly in the minority with hating this movie
0: i will die on this hill
1: uh rosamund pike is fantastic and cold and calculating and uh this may be one of ben affleck's greatest roles of his entire career
0: Is there a, like a list for this? Because I don't even know if people would put this in like a top 10. If I'm going to rank her this right now. Like, Andrew can give his opinion on stuff. I'm going to rank her this right now. Hi. My name's Hi, Andrew. Buddy. Hi, buddy.
2: Um, you look so nice. I would love to give my opinion on Gone Girl, but That's I have funny. never seen the movie. Uh, <laughs> it would be unfair for me to give an opinion on this movie without seeing it. On the other hand, Zoe is a huge fan of Gone Girl. So, she is on Mike's side in this one. I am on neither side because I don't know how to feel about it.
1: Gone Girl, number six on Ranker. just below For The what? Accountant, Armageddon, Argo, Goodwill Hunting, and The Town, which
0: are all fantastic movies. There's no way he was better in the in fucking new in Gone Girl, New Girl, whatever the fuck it's called, than he was in The Town. No, that I just is, said
1: I just said The Town is number one on Ranker.
0: That's on me for freaking out at you. I was about to jump through a fucking window because yeah. he was incredible in the town.
1: It's above It's above his roles in Pearl Harbor, Dazed and Confused, Dogma, Chasing Amy, Batman, so on and so forth.
0: There's a different ranker list, but it has like no votes on it. It just says Ben Affleck characters, but it has a physically like, oh, number one, Chucky e. Sullivan, Goodwill Hunting. Well, no shit. But yeah, no. Um, Zoe would like Gone Girl because um, Gone Girl is a Lifetime movie uh, driven towards women who enjoy psychologically manipulating men.
1: So I don't personally enjoy Lifetime movies, and I can tell you that I like this one. (laughs) It's also from David Fincher, who's a fantastic director.
0: Zoe also hates lifetime movies, which is wild because Gone Girl is a lifetime movie. It's every lifetime movie, every single one. The girl's always right, the guy's always wrong, the girl always prevails. There's always a child involved. Someone can I, dies.
1: Can I read you David Fincher's filmography and you tell me, you know, if a movie sucks, right?
0: Alien 3 sucks. 7 I've, I've never seen Alien 3. Fight Club. Oh, so good.
1: Panic Room. Zodiac, which is about the Zodiac Killer, fantastic movie. The Curious Case of Benjamin Button.
0: Worst one of the worst movies in history.
1: The Social Network. The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo and Gone Gone Girl.
2: It's a good track record. He did okay. Great track record. He
0: also did did the music
1: video for Janie's Got a Gun Aerosmith. See? You
0: should have led with that. (laughs) <laughs> Led with uh, that. you shouldn't have mentioned the curious case of benjamin button which is maybe the most made fun of movie ever that movie is really slow it's but... three and a half hours long or some shit yeah it, it might be like two and a half or maybe it's three or something like that they make fun of it in the league that's where they put all the <laughs> like they'd make a porn and then they'd put it in curious case of benjamin button because no one would ever watch it yeah
1: that's funny um Alright, so that's enough about Gone Girl. I like it. You don't. Leahy's never seen it. Maybe we'll have to watch it all together and let Leahy be the deciding factor.
0: Or I could
2: just watch it with Zoe. So Joe Uh, doesn't have to watch it again.
0: I'm not watching it again,
2: no.
1: My wife and Joe's wife both like it a lot too, so...
0: Yeah, I wonder why our wives like Gone Girl, the manipulative psychopath movie about manipulating the minds of men. Oh, no way. Our psychotic wives like that movie. Great. <laughs> I like girl on girl porn. Let's fucking watch that too, guys. We're, I'm we're, in. We're jumping in it. <laughs>
1: um, I need to see this. It's got a lot of uh, buzz. You know, one in Oscar Parasite. I mm. don't know that it qual. Does it qualify really as a th- I don't know. I've never seen it. I can't really say.
0: I put it in there because Zoe put it in her list. She was the biggest influencer on this list. And I believe her based on the fact that I know that she watches a lot of thriller movies. Um, I don't know if it got any love. But I know that it gets a lot of love. Especially during the epidemic that we're in right now. Um, um, It's very well watched.
1: The... Yeah, a lot of like the. I did listen to like a couple different reviews and stuff when the movie was first coming out, and a lot of them indicate that it borrows so much from different genres that you can't really classify it as one thing. That's part of the reason I don't think it got as much love here. It's also pretty new, you know, it's hard to build a legacy in just one year, so.
0: Yeah, we got a comment that most um, thriller movies, like, it's tough to judge anything after like 1996. Yeah tougher to judge because you have movies like halloween and it and pet cemetery anything stephen king really
1: i have a quick question for this topic
0: is it ladies okay
1: um do you guys have i know you're not really big on thrillers like so maybe you don't even have an answer but do you have a guilty pleasure thriller that you like a lot uh that's not necessarily well received or liked by a lot of other people i can give an example if you'd like go Uh, My big guilty uh, pleasure thriller is I'm a big fan of the movie Joyride featuring Paul Walker where they mess around on a CB radio with a truck driver and a truck driver tries to drive them off the road.
0: I have never seen this one. So I can't come up with a um, idea. So I need to look and I can't come up with it on top of my head. Go. Pick me. Go.
2: Uh, Unstoppable.
1: Okay, it's like a act-
2: Washington action thriller. Action thriller. Um, I I like the train.
1: That's a great movie. I saw that in theaters by myself. I've okay. seen that
2: movie like four times in the past like year.
1: Own it on DVD, in case anybody's wondering.
2: A little divot. Yeah.
0: Um, it's very well received. It's not really a guilty pleasure. I'm terrible at movies, though, so I'm going to throw out that I loved it growing up. When a lot of, like, my siblings hated the movie. Uh, My buddy Kyle, who I grew up with, he hates clowns to this day. He's terrified of clowns. So, and, like, it was always, like, we would watch it just because, like, it was such a fucked up movie. Didn't really realize when we were kids that it was going to be so, like, well-received. All right.
1: We'll move
0: on Before to the ma- we- Yes.
2: Oh, oh. Uh, I well, you guys wanted uh, some stats and stuff, so oh, yeah, that's right because that? I am not very well versed in this subject. I let Zoe write my notes up for me. Nice of you. It was very nice. nice uh of her. we'll we, we we just did top five, so we'll talk about Sons of the Lamb first. Uh, in the movie, Jodie Foster, aka Clarice Woo. Uh, is hunting a serial killer named Buffalo Bill. This character is actually a composite of three real-life serial killers. Ted Bundy, uh, Ed Gein, uh, who skinned his victims, and in the movie, Buffalo Bill is skinning his victims to make body suits. Is he a single? And Gary Hednick. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Silence of the Lambs also the third movie in history to win five Oscars in all five major categories: Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Actress, and Best Adapted Screenplay. Wow! Very impressive stats. Moving on to Halloween.
1: Wait, I gotta uh, know a... which Halloween was this?
2: Uh, the OG Halloween. All right. Uh, I also did the OG It because I we didn't class. Uh, clarify which it it was uh it supposedly took john and co-writer deborah 10 days to write the original script
3: <laughs> <laughs> pretty and short uh
2: the 20-day movie shoot was filmed in the spring of 78 and released in october of that year 20 days that's, that's all sh- it took to film oh my god it's impressive uh the shining uh, I actually thought The Shining was going to have a better uh, better result than it did, uh, but that's fine. It's fine. Um, Stephen King was actually disappointed in the movie The Shining. He had liked the director, but it felt like some of the scenes kind of fell flat. He also didn't think Jack Nicholos, Nicholson uh, was the correct part for the main character, Jack. But his name's Jack. Correct. Uh, also, the Timber Timberline Lodge in Oregon was used as an exterior for the hotel. In the movie, the room two two seventeen is used, and the management wanted to change that, so the guests didn't get scared. So they changed the room number to two thirty seven, since that number didn't exist in that hotel.
1: It's kind of smart on the hotel's part.
2: It's kind of smart. Uh, moving down to it, it was Stephen King's second longest book. Uh, King has been sober now for three decades, but wrote it while he was under the influence of cocaine. <laughs> well, cocaine. Um, and last but not least, Misery, which I have never even heard of. I might be crazy for that. Uh, the character Annie is also a metaphor for King's drug addiction at the time. Annie is a crazed fan who keeps her favorite author held hostage when he gets into a car accident in the winter. Metaphor is that drugs were his big, fa- biggest fan, and they always, they were always there and never wanting him to leave. Actually, now that I've read this, I completely know what misery is, and I've seen the
0: movie. <laughs> I'm happy you have this epiphany.
2: Uh, Zoe's cutting off her leg because she's disappointed in me. No,
3: that's
2: what they do in the movie. Yes, I know. I, I understand what the movie is now.
0: What a strange thing to do when you're disappointed in somebody. Cut your whole leg so, off.
1: I noticed in this here that uh, there's quite a bit Stephen King in the top five. Shocker.
0: Mm. Yeah. No, Thriller. Oh! Oh. oh.
1: All right. We're going to get into a really meaty subject here, so we'll be back with the main entree after this quick ad. All right, here we are. This is a heavy one. We talked about it beforehand, about whether we even wanted to really tackle this subject. Um, But we are talking today in our sports section, greatest of all time athlete who died during their career. Not necessarily while playing, but in their career. Uh, So they are still active athletes. Uh, we had a lot of great suggestions on this one, and a a honestly a big come from behind victory. Not a victory. Uh, number one overall, Dale Earnhardt. It's got fourteen votes.
0: I. I need. I need to tell a Be short careful. story before I say my exp- I know the Be day careful. Dale Earnhardt died – So my dad, ginormous NASCAR fan, Arthur, listens to this podcast. Shout out, Dad! Father's Day this weekend. Let's go. Um, the day Dale Earnhardt died, my dad and I were watching the race. Dale hit the wall. I was a kid. I had no clue what actually happened. I the first thing I looked at dad. I'm like, Dad, Dale Earnhardt died. But imagine if Richard Petty died. And my dad, anything short of punching me closed fist in the face, he to this day, he had texted me and said, imagine like David Ortiz got smacked in the face by a ball and just died. He's like, how would you feel about that? I was like, uh, yeah, probably wouldn't feel very great about that. Um,
1: he almost died after getting I, shot. It's true. Didn't feel he great about much that. Did.
0: It was awful. I was, my heart was in my gut. I defend the fact that NASCAR drivers are athletes. I, I, I but I feel like once you can drive a car at two hundred miles an hour, you're just there. I feel like yeah, it probably takes a good amount of stamina. Yeah, it takes a good amount of uh, hand-eye coordination and focus. I feel like there's, it, I I I don't get it. I I don't get it in a sense, though. Like I don't get the whole like, why? How old was Dale when he died? forty-nine. Boy? Forty. So he's fifty years old almost, still racing. Ah. Uh, I keep hesitating because I know that someone's gonna shoot me between the our everyone on this feed who's saying that NASCAR drivers are not athletes and like my dad who was a diehard NASCAR guy and he would explain to me over and over again like the like physical and mental toughness you need to complete a long ass race just because like oh you can drive a car at two hundred miles an hour but how long can you do it for and can you win. So, I don't know. I think Roberto Clemente should have won, which would have been another fan-voted victory, if so. but
3: It was
1: close.
0: Uh, it was very close. Um, Very close. Was, you he, guys still, might have to was decide he still active? Yes. yes. He died during a race. He no, died not at...
1: Dale Earnhardt. Oh, I'm Clemente. sorry. Yes, Reber... yes oh, was he was.
0: Roberto Clemente He was, was 38.
2: Yeah. Only 38? Wow. He was,
0: yeah. I mean on the God bright side, that. yeah.
2: On the bright side, both Dale Earnhardt and Roberto Clemente got to play the majority of their career. Yeah. That's
1: true. They were on the towards bright the that's, the tail that's end. all I'm doing
2: there on the bright side.
1: Right. I want to sh- I want to shine light on some people who got didn't get as much of the vote also did not get to play for a majority of their career. Uh, Jose Fernandez in particular. Um uh, absolute stud of a pitcher I think he would have gone on to have a great career Uh, it is uh, upsetting that you know what happened to him Uh, I think that because he played in a different market and you know we have a lot of uh, New England fans that listen to the podcast that maybe he just didn't get the love because of that particular reason but I think he deserved more than just a couple of votes that he got I feel like. I don't know what you guys think.
0: I feel like with guys like um, Fernandez, he was in that market. It's his fault that he was in that market. Should he have died? No. Like, absolutely not. Like, incredibly talented pitcher. No one has a clue if he would have gone on to do anything. He could have stayed in small markets, made his money, and never competed. And then just got whisked in the wind. Although. Mike's to Mike's point, the Miami Marlins um, traded away literally every MVP that's happened in the last 10 years. So he probably would have gotten traded to like Milwaukee and played with Christian Yelich and gone in 1-1 sometime soon. So I think it was good that he was at least on the list. I don't know if he is like Roberto Clemente status, but he deserves a nod.
1: Do you guys think that Dale and Roberto are the clear number ones and twos? I don't know why.
0: Why wasn't Roy Halladay? Did Roy Halladay die after his career? Was he retired? Yeah, No, that's why. Because Roy Halladay would have been that. That would have been a no brainer, zero brainer. There was another one that somebody had brought up.
2: uh, If we're going both the Jose Fernandez thing, I think Sean Taylor should have gotten more love. Yeah, I completely agree. But uh, but I mean, I think the two there was a there was a a clear one two, and everyone else was kind of just a little bit farther back. I was surprised that I was the only person who voted for Thurman Munson.
1: We got a lot of uh, wrestling love on this one here. Owen Hart and Eddie Guerrero both were in the top five.
2: That was good. The worst kind of love, but yes.
0: Um, Pat Tillman um, probably should have gotten a little bit more love considering he died for his country. Uh, Messed up story mind you but i mean he still like left the nfl to go and you know be on the front lines for his country and he died in combat that is good that owen hart was in the top five
1: i didn't even honestly see that addition to the poll
0: nope didn't see it i need to turn on like all notifications or something like that because i missed um andrew's the song that he added um Born in the USA. I missed that edition, too. Uh, uh,
2: also, Owen Hart was the only one who died playing the sport. Or, well, on the verge of playing the sport.
1: That's yeah, you that's say.
2: that's true. Well, Dale Earnhardt. True. Actually, I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah, you are. I uh, take big, back everything I said.
1: Big dummy. Big dummy. Big dum-dum.
2: Dumb. Big stupid face.
1: Uh, but Owen Hart... Almost as—I mean, I guess it's hard to compare—but also a very tragic situation that happened there. Terrible accident. Yeah,
2: it's it's more tragic of the fact that you could see everything that happened if you yeah. were there.
1: Yeah, I'm—I uh, I can't imagine having been like one of the people who were like in the front row at that show. You know, nope.
2: Scarred nope. for life. Absolutely. Uh, let me let me rattle off some quick facts about our top five. Uh so Dale Earnhardt I always forgot about how much of a stud he was. He was a 7-time NASCAR Cup Series champion. Yeah. That's incredible.
0: There's a reason why people love Dale Earnhardt and there's he essentially has no haters. He no one hates the guy.
2: Uh he had 76 career victories and 428 top 10s. That is Nuts. insane. Sounds Nuts. like my Fortnite stats.
0: Nope, sure uh, doesn't.
2: Cl- Clemente uh, was a 15-time All Star, two-time uh, World Series champ, one-time NL MVP, one-time World Series MVP, and was a 92% first ballot Hall of Famer in 1973. After
0: he died, Jesus. See, so, Dale's da- see Dale Earnhardt's is very impressive. That resume you just said, Roberto Clemente's, like gave me goosebumps.
1: Are the rules for getting inducted into the Hall of Fame different if you die versus retire?
2: Yes, he changed that rule. Is I think that it's like six months after death you can get inducted. I'm pretty sure it was changed because of Clemente's death.
1: Yeah, and then it's like five years after retirement? Correct.
0: Yeah. I'm pretty sure Major League Baseball also has a kind of like shrine almost. It's not like a... It's like an all heaven team essentially. Like it's uh, like we honor all players. So like Jose Fernandez and like these, all these guys are in this like kind of grouping. It, it doesn't count as your Hall of Fame or anything like that. Because and this is no offense to Jose Fernandez, but he'll never sniff the Hall of Fame. No yeah, matter, like he just didn't have the. He unfortunately didn't just have didn't the play group, long so. enough. Yeah, exactly. He didn't have the. He didn't have the opportunity.
2: Yeah, Sean Sean Taylor. Uh, was drafted fifth in the 2004 draft. He was a two-time All-Star, and he was a BCS champ, national champion. Uh, he died at age 24.
3: Wow. So
1: young, uh,
2: Crazy so young. young. Owen Hart. Oh, and he died from a gunshot wound that went through an artery, and he bled out. Correct. During a robbery. Uh Owen Hart was a two time WWF Intercontinental Champion, four time tag champion, and the ninety-four King of the Ring winner. He died at age thirty-four. And then Eddie Guerrero was a WWE champion beating big boy Brocky Lesnar. Yes, sir. Uh he's a two time Euro champ, two time IC champ, four time tag champ, and was ducked in the Hall of Fame in 06, and he died when he was thirty-eight of a heart attack, correct?
1: Drug induced. Yep. Yeah.
2: Well, was it drug
1: induced heart attack? I don't know that 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 particular evening he had been doing drugs, but due to the drug use that he had had in his career, he had complications with his heart. So,
0: I think if we would have added retired players, it would have been a lot more mucky. But I think we would have been butting heads between Roy Holiday and Junior Seau. Junior Seau, like what happened to him, and like what he like CTEs is what killed him. He was messed up in the head because he's been hit in the head so many times that he just couldn't take it anymore. He had demons, like crazy. If, Roy Holiday died in a plane crash, obviously.
2: If we di- if we added retired players, I think it would have been a Kobe Bryant landslide.
0: Yeah, mm, I mean, with recency yes. bias, yeah. with a like all recency bias, like Kobe Absolutely. is obviously Kobe, and we get that. Like, but Junior Seau, incredible career. Um, oh, holiday, one of the most dominant pitchers in, in mlb history dead or not so, absolutely but and kobe's in the top 10 conversation top five conversation most likely so that would have been a little bit more of a heated battle maybe we could do that like the uh, thing about the thing, the thing about
1: well the thing about doing that though is that every athlete that doesn't die while playing will die when they're retired. So it basically puts every athlete on the table, unless you specify young. But then, then what do you consider young to be? Because it's gonna Probably be like di- under. It's gonna be different. Forty five. It's gonna be different depending upon the sport.
0: Right. So Joe DiMaggio just wins everything. Yeah. That's a fair. That's very fair. <laughs> but a bang. one of the most decorated <laughs> athletes, and and he didn't die old, right? He wasn't. No. There was a. Um, it's not Joe DiMaggio. It's another shithead Yankee. Who um Lou Gehrig. <laughs> he I was don't very good. Luke Gehrig's disease. <laughs> yeah. He died when he was, was like
2: what, like thirty something?
1: That's Lance Armstrong's bronze testicle.
0: I'm oh. actually sur- I'm actually surprised not surprised. I didn't know if Mike was gonna go throw Tyler Skaggs out there, even though he was a relief pitcher and probably I think he was more of like a shock. I don't know if he was like a, oh, my God, this great baseball figure died. No, it was Tyler Skaggs.
1: We forgot when we were talking about Jose Fernandez, somebody that was in a similar light who wants to give some love to Len bias?
0: He never played a single second. He was drafted, and then literally he could have torn his Achilles the next day and never played again. Yeah. And it's sad. It's devastating. He was supposed to be the next Michael Jordan. But everyone's supposed to be the next Michael Jordan. Every uh, going number back, one pick. Uh,
2: Lou Gehrig died when he was 37. I hope you get Lou Gehrig's disease. He retired uh two years before that because of his disease. Uh, wow. Quick couple of fun facts Rub it in. in the light of this... Uh, not fun subject. Uh, Dale Earnhardt uh, Sr. dropped out of high school uh, after he finished the 8th grade.
1: <laughs> so he dropped Start out of the middle school.
2: Well. I'm sure that's high school in the South. Yeah, probably high school in the South still. Uh, and then South my other school. fun, quick fun fact is on July 25th, 1956, Roberto Clemente hit the first ever walk-off inside the park Grand Slam. Wow. fucking stud. That's putting your dick on the table, sir. Yeah, Just putting it oh. right
0: out there. Putting the oh. old D on the
1: T. Alright, well, RIP to all of these athletes. And uh, the fans voted they gave the edge to Dale Earnhardt, regardless of how you feel about NASCAR and whether or not they're athletes. Rough so, one. Um, rough, rough
0: one. Roberto Clemente, though.
1: Seriously. We're going to move on to the dessert for the week. <sighs> We got a mm. good one lined up right after the ad. All right, we are back with the greatest of all time, gummy candy. Yeah, I'm... I think this was the first topic that was decided on after recording last week. Lay, you came up with this pretty quick.
2: You know me, I love my gummy candies. Yeah, someone so... call me a gummy candy connoisseur. <sighs> Get that tramp stamped, jeez. It already is. Oh, yeah, it is. I forgot about that. That's where I saw that before.
1: Yeah, you did. Very tight race on this one. Swedish Fish was number one. (sighs) Yeah, Just just barely edging out
0: Sour Patch Kids. So I can't say just barely edging out because you voted for Sour Patch Kids specifically to try to take Swedish Fish out of the top when you had not voted for um, Sour Patch Kids before that. You had a narrative, my friend. That's fine. We, uh, we, if we it makes you feel any vote better,
2: than one. I then voted for Swedish fish to counter that.
0: Ha ha! Got him. We em. told ourselves. Haha.
1: Gummy bears. It's <laughs> the third one.
2: Makes sense.
1: Um, I'm gonna just come out and say it. I'm anti Swedish fish. They're fine. I don't.
2: That's a t- that's that's a bad take.
1: It's they're fine. They're not deserving of the number one slot. If you ask me, they're, The thing here that I don't like about Swedish fish is it's one flavor.
0: So they're from Sweden. They make tropical ones. Yeah, I know. Absolutely, I'm,
1: but we we didn't specify tropical Swedish fish. We just said Swedish fish, right? Because fish. they're
0: not they're not as good as Swedish fish. I'm just telling you, if there's more than one flavor, I'm not saying they're they're not awesome. This is funny because I feel like if we would have put watermelon sour patch kids on this list, everyone would have voted for that, and no one I would vote have voted for, for that. Else. Yeah, watermelon fish. sour patch kids are fire. They are. They
2: are literally the best. Um, but overall, regular sour patch kids, I do not like them. They're all right. They're really they're bad. They're pretty
0: they're pretty good. This sugar the kinda like sugar hit it's you get. Too when much for me. Your teeth mm-hmm. start hurting a little bit and you're like mm-hmm. ready for the you know, day. Really
1: just... One one thing I like Swedish fish for is when they're used as like a, an extra ingredient in like a, a drink, they call it like a fish bowl. Yeah. They're an alcoholic beverage. Like it's every bar Swedish downtown fish. Dover makes that. Yeah. 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 Um yeah, my big one. We already talked about it earlier. Uh, I don't think it gets enough love. It's just not as like, I guess, top dots. shelf of a brand was Mike and Ike's.
3: Oh,
1: not uh, dots. That one fell just outside of the top five. Uh, peach rings. Peach rings, fantastic, and that wasn't even mentioned on our poll.
0: I, I thought I about it second. Want... A throw up just thinking about peach rings. Oh, I ah, love. I,
2: love
1: I peach hate rings. peaches.
0: Love peach rings. I love that peaches no and sense. I love peach <laughs> rings. <laughs> no one put Laffy Taffy. Love I love Laffy, Laffy Taffy. Laffy
1: Taffy is considered a gummy candy.
0: What would it be considered, then?
1: Uh, taffy's candy, is its, I guess. Taffy, Yeah, Taffy's its own consistency. It's not really gummy.
2: But it's more gummier than an actual Taffy. Uh, I guess. I would say it's a borderline one that could go either way. It's a, it's a swinger.
1: We asked the question, do fruit and uh, put options for fruit roll-ups, gushers things of that nature up on the list and you know they didn't get a whole lot of traction um what are you guys what are your thoughts now after seeing the poll how it played out do those things really count as a gummy candy
2: uh i would say gushers count as a gummy candy because of all the sugar that's in them fruit roll-ups and fruit by the foot not so much uh i think they play fall into more of a fruit snack kind of thing uh that's my opinion Uh, and before we get too far down this, I'm going to go on a little rant here. Yeah. Uh, gummy bears are the most overrated gummy candy of all time.
1: You still eat them though.
2: Uh, I, I do love them. Don't get me wrong. I'm a gummy connoisseur. Love them. But strictly saying, gummy worms are extremely better in all assets of gummy than gummy bears. First off, gummy worms are two flavors. You're limiting yourself to one flavor on the gummy bear. Where the gummy worm, you could have two flavors in one. Some of you even have three if you get real crazy. They're longer, they're funner to suck. <laughs> much more funner to suck. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. And they taste even better the bigger they get. Oh like, God, when they get this... longer, and you suck them more, they get better. It's <laughs> too much, uh, bro. Fuck the sour ones.
0: Sour gummies are gross. No, Jolly Bright Crawlers could have been a top three on this list. <clears throat> jolly Bright Crawlers yeah. are basically like the red and blue ones. If
1: you're, <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna go on a tangent and say that gummy worms are better than gummy bears, you better
0: be talking about the sour ones. Seriously, like <clears throat> regular like gummy worms are actual trash. Absolutely they, not. They they're just bigger and they're. Just I'm a connoisseur. Like, it's, just a,
1: it's just a gummy bear, but I like I like the. I like the density. There's two of flavors. It. I like the density of it. You, you two could flavors. Take, you could take four different gummy bears and it equals one gummy worm and get four different that's flavors out of it.
2: That's not that, That's not how it works. It's just one gummy bear versus one gummy worm. I think now, that, if we're talking I'm, about the trolleys like swirly gummy bears, those are fire. I'm
1: fairly certain that they sell them by the ounce and not by the the total number of pieces. So.
0: This is such a trash opinion. They uh, gummy also, worms and gummy bears are the same fucking thing. No, 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 no. Also, if we're talking about the crawlers, like
2: the the the, the blue and red ones are shit, uh, but the orange and green ones are really good. I will give you that. If I had a bag just of orange and green gummy crawler things, yeah, I'm, I'm in. Listen, even
1: even if you put gummy bears and gummy worms together, they still don't touch Swedish fish, in the votes. That's fine. Uh, or even Sour Patch Kids. I am surprised by how low Twizzlers were.
0: It was getting They're, a lot of votes in the very beginning, but Twizzlers it's are actually my favorite. But licorice is a gummy candy. Yeah, that, then the Laffy Taffy's a gummy candy. No, Laffy Taffy could break your fucking tooth.
2: No, it's not. Unless you're it putting it in the freezer.
0: No, but like you, sell, you know, you have like Laffy Taffy on your counter. It's been there for like a bit, and you grab one. Ah, that's... Yeah, yeah I like, guess
2: I guess if you leave it there forever, just like a Twizzler, you can leave for it there forever it'll be as hard as
0: Like, you don't know how long any of this candy's been <laughs> sitting on the shelf since they bought it at the fucking store.
2: Well, you go to the factory.
0: Sometimes, yeah. Go to the fucking Willy Wonka factory. <laughs> fucking. All right, now all of a sudden, Mike's the fucking blueberry girl and you're the... <laughs> I don't even remember any of the characters anymore. The German. Can I kid. be Mike TV? Bang, the German bang. kid. Yeah. No, no, yeah, no. no, no I him. don't want to
2: be Augustus Gloop. He's fat as hell.
0: <laughs> I want to be Mike TV. Bang, bang. You can be Bang, bang. That's fine. Yes. Anyways, Swedish fish. My last thing on Swedish fish. I like the big ass Swedish fish. Yeah, yeah like me the, too. Those those are, are good. I think ones.
1: that that's what people were the voting fatties. for. Yeah.
0: The little ones are fine. They're, they're the little big. ones are also good. They're very, very They're good. smaller. They have this cool. It's like cheese them. It's. If you eat like 15 of them, your teeth start hurting a little bit. Mm-hmm. Love it.
2: I can't wait to Gummy till... sharks did not
0: get a good vote. Yeah. No, I it did not. Sharks. Love gummy sharks. I love gummy sharks. Do 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 do.
2: Well, let's can we go um, into the leggy fun fact territory?
1: Yeah, yeah, Fun fact fun fact it up.
2: All right, here we go. Swedish fish are from Sweden. Shocker. Big surprise You're there. Uh, didn't come to the U.S. till late 80s. Uh, the original name is Pastel Fiskar, oh. uh, which literally translates to pastel fish in Sweden. That makes sense. Uh, the grape flavor is discontinued. We Ooh. did have a grape flavor for a I, while. I think what? I probably would have liked that better. And according to the Food Network... Green flavor is not actually lime, as Swedish Fish claims. It is actually pineapple. That's what the Food Network's claiming. Try it for yourself. All
3: right. Uh,
2: moving back to uh, the old Sour Patch Kids. In France, they're called Very Bad Kids. <laughs> does not evil kids. Uh, in 1985, they were named Sour Patch Kids in the U.S. Uh a lot of people think that they were trying to capitalize on the popularity of the Cabbage Patch kids at the time. Has to be. Gotta be. Uh, also in 2011, uh, there was a Sour Patch video game. It was World Gone Sour. It was available on the uh, the PC, the PlayStation, and Xbox. In case anyone ever wanted to play World Gone Sour.
1: I love their advertising campaigns right now. The first they're sour, then they're sweet. They're pretty funny. It's
2: adorable.
1: Oh, oh, I don't know if I'm spoiling a fun fact. There's a Sour Patch Kids flavored cereal.
2: Yeah, we know there is. last fucking
1: disgusting.
2: We talked about it last week. Yeah, we'll talk about Got it again. It. Next. Alright, Gubby Bears. The Haribo 100 year anniversary is this year, folks. Wow. December 12th, mark your calendars, Haribo's 100 year anniversary
1: we're gonna have to do a big celebration on that day
2: uh fun fact what flavor is actually the green gummy bear uh apple no
0: lime no pear key key lime pie no one more try um cherry kiwi no no fuck strawberry that's so dumb tell me if that makes
2: sense Uh, Gummy worms were uh, invented in 1922 in Germany. And as I said before, those mixed flavors really sell me. And uh, last but not least, in July... I think it says 19th on my thing. Could be 14th. My handwriting kind of sucks. 1988, the longest piece of licorice was ever... was made by Twizzlers. It was 1,200 feet long and over 100 pounds. That is a long piece of licorice.
1: Vetoing Twizzlers. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think it's a gummy candy. It is a gummy candy,
0: 200. percent It's gummy. Hey, Joe's outvoted candy. two
2: to one, so he's he's wrong. Trash. It's licorice. Oh, let's put it this way. Just like last. Taffy way. is taffy. Let's put it this way. Twizzlers should not have got as many votes as sharks did. Sharks should have got more votes than Twizzlers, let's be real. Sharks
0: is a little bit more of like a delicacy. By delicacy, They're I so more good. mean like Twizzlers are universally available everywhere you go. Every CBS, Irving, Gas Station, Cumberland Farms. Sharks are not available every time. And if you're standing there in a candy aisle, the first thing you're going for isn't sharks, unless you're craving sharks. You're gonna get something better. You're probably gonna get as sweet as fish. Ooh, question. You ready?
2: Yeah, yeah. Is circus peanuts considered a gummy candy? <laughs> <laughs> no, they just more, came into my head.
1: They're more airy. They're not really gummy. They're like uh, it's like a marshmallow, kinda.
2: And and my other question is, Joe, you can't answer this because you never had them. Do you like them?
1: I like circus peanuts a lot, actually.
2: I, I am a hard pass on the circus peanuts. I don't know a what lot. it is I've about them. them.
1: I do not know what it is about them, but I just really like circus peanuts.
2: Ooh, talking about candies, I really like. I like cowtails a lot, surprisingly. Cowtails. I know are kind they of
0: have that, they have like that powdery kind of. Oh, I
2: love it. Oh, I just lick it off first and then I eat it. Oh, it's God. like sugar cocaine to your tongue.
1: Cocaine. Okay. I cannot wait to talk about more candy topics in the future. I'm sure we will come up with some.
0: LeBron James.
1: All right, Lebron. <laughs> any last thoughts on any of our poll topics here before we close it out, guys?
0: LeBron It doesn't matter if Dale Earnhardt is an athlete. Sometimes all you have to do is just be an athlete. All right.
2: Um, That's all we have for this week. It makes sense. It did make sense. Something as cool as what Joe just said? Yeah. Uh, Summer Girls uh, may have summer in the title, but it makes me think of winter because the song is cold as shit nope that wasn't good come on let's go No, that was, now good. That was good thank you thank you now I'm blue. all
1: right that's all we have for this week thank you to the fans who voted if you want to join in on the fun please join the fan group facebook.com slash group slash radio podcast and follow us on instagram at goat underscore radio Shout out to Eric Ballinger for the outro. You can catch him on iTunes and Spotify along with SPOS and Goat Radio. Please support us in the Age of Radio Syndicate by visiting ageofradio.org slash Goat Radio. Thank you everyone for listening and long live the Goats.
3: Let's go.